The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s She looked like a million bucks Scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes Nearly 10 million dollars was all gone It's just unbelievable Hide your money in your old rich man Because <laughs> she is on the prowl Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer On the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Honey German. My parents are Dominican. I was born and raised in New York City. I love sneakers, and I'm a body-positive advocate. I'm Carolina Bermudez. Soy Nicaragüense, but I was born and raised in Ohio. I'm a wife, a mama, and a worker bee. This This is is Life in Spanglish. I love how Honey just shows up and says, I look good with no makeup on. You guys... Estoy espantosa right now. You don't even want to see this girl right now. Carolina, you know what's crazy? We both have the fuzzies right here on the sides of our hair, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right here. Yes, It's Monday morning in our defense. Yes. Well, it is a Monday, you know, but we are recording this on a Monday because the news just broke. Now, you guys are going to hear this on Friday, obviously, because we drop new episodes on Friday, but we could not hold back with the news that broke over the weekend. By the time you guys hear this, we may have more details, but we're going to spill all the tea on the wedding that stopped the world. Benifer is official. I don't know how you felt about it, honey, but I want to hear what your reaction was when you found out that they got married in Vegas. I was like, por Dios, se casó la López de nuevo. Y después vi que Las Vegas. I'm like, why? I was kind of disappointed. I don't know why I was expecting some fairy tale situation from these two after they linked up a second time. Okay, honey, I promise you, I swear to you, you know, there are some shows that do this where it's like, oh, I'm going to take this position and you take that other position and we'll we'll be opposing even though we both think the same way. I swear to you, honey and I could not be further apart on this subject right now <laughs> because the minute I saw Vegas, I thought, yes, it's the only thing she hasn't done. It was too dusty for her, man. She's like a queen. But she looked like she was ready to make her first Holy Communion. I mean, she looked like she was like seriously eight years old. Look at how virginal and like beautiful and pure she looked. I'm tell- not that, no, and I'm not dragging her. I'm actually giving her. Not virginal. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. It's just virginal and Jennifer Lopez together kind of made me chuckle. I love her and I adore her, but. I, I swear. You know, it's crazy. 
My husband was like, should she be waiting wearing white? I'm like, unless you get married when you're 14, I don't think nobody should be wearing white, but whatever. <laughs> oh my gosh, honey, you went there. No, but for real, that's why I said it's like, this is in no way, shape or form. And I promise you, because you know how I feel about JLo. I would never drag my girl, but I thought absolutely, yes, this is this is the move because she's done the big wedding, right? Like we know that she's done the big wedding that was orchestrated that had like six wedding planners and like, you know, everything under the sun with Mark Anthony. And then she had like, oh no, was Mark Anthony the backyard wedding? I think Chris Judd was the big wedding, right? Here we go. Chris Judd, I think was the big wedding. And then the dance, I think that was a dancer, right? Yes. And then I think Mark Anthony was like the backyard wedding where we got the helicopter photos of them. Yeah, I remember that. I like that dress. That was my favorite dress. Beautiful, gorgeous dress. But now I feel like this was a move that only J-Lo could do. I love how Ben was like about about it. Like he didn't even care. He was just like, yeah, I'll bring out a white tuxedo jacket because I have a couple of those in my closet. You know, I just think all of it was just so amazing. And the fact that she announced it on her site. I thought that she like really owns this one. I don't know. What do you think, honey? You know, I guess the no frills wedding is cute when you're young, you know, like Britney Spears, teenager type of thing, I guess. But I don't know. I just expected so much more from them. Like, it's like, finally, they got back together. They're going to do it. This is going to be some fairy tale wedding. I don't know. I expected different. When I saw that picture of him in the bathroom, I was like, eek, I don't like this at all. Yeah, that's right. I hope he used Purell after because, you know, those bathrooms are very trafficked, especially in Vegas. They got lots of people coming in and out those doors. They waited 20 years, Carolina, for this. A long time. Yeah, and it's almost like maybe that was part of it. Maybe the buildup was so strong that they were like, you know what? There's nothing that can top this love. There's nothing that can top our love for each other. Like, they both have all the money in the world. They both have everything at their disposal. Like, if they wanted any flower, if they wanted any type of wedding plan or any type of dress, like, they could have it. So maybe this was their way of saying, like, it truly is about the love. Now... I will say this. I do not believe that this was spontaneous. What are your thoughts on that? I don't know. It's just like, I don't know why I feel like they just grabbed the family. was like, let's go to Vegas. And of course, hair and makeup people. Come on, let's go. Let's go to Vegas and let's get married. Yeah, I don't think that JLo moves that way. I think that everything in her life is orchestrated. I think everything in her life is planned to the second. So for me, I don't believe it was as spontaneous as they'd like for us to believe. I think that maybe they had it in their head. Okay, this is going to be the weekend we're not going to tell anybody that kind of thing. But I absolutely do not believe that they did not tip anybody off prior to it. What makes it good about this is the fact that they were able to control the narrative. Nothing got leaked. She shared her pictures on her own newsletter. Like they controlled how this got out and they control how it looked. So I guess that part, kudos to them. That part. But then also, um, I think we're glossing over the big headline. And the big headline is that she signed it. Mrs. Jennifer Lynn Affleck. She is no longer J-Lo, honey. She's bugging her soul. She didn't even hyphenate. I I peeped that there was a name change, but I assumed there was 
Lopez Affleck. No. Well, I mean, I don't know. Did you see something? I saw that she wrote Jennifer Lynn Affleck. And in my mind, I'm thinking, did she go for it? Is she really going to do the thing like that I did? Because if she is going to do it, she's in for a headache. So let's discuss. Let's talk about it, Carolina, from experience. Did you change your last name to Nuni's last name? You know what? The only place where I hyphenated, which is German Martinez, was on my way to my wedding license i don't know if that means i changed my name legally what do you what do you say carolina you i did not okay you right. did not no because do you see these canas that i have these grays that i have in my hair this is all from changing my name 11 years ago this shit doesn't stop when you change your name officially you have to get a new social security card you got to change your license you got to get your name changed on your health cards. You've got to get your name changed on every single credit card. Your miles. I lost so many Delta Sky miles, miles because I went from Bermudez to gr- the miles, girl. You will never get them back. And I was so pissed. Carolina, let me ask you a question. Rewind a little bit. Okay. When did you come to the decision of I'm going to change my name? Like how did, did, did Mark pressure you to do that? Or did your family say you got to change your name because they're Latinos and you know, Latinos love doing that. Yeah. You know what? I don't think there was really any pressure from anyone. I think it was all self-inflicted. I think that I am a product of some really old school Latino parents that that is the assumption that when you get married, you change your name, you take on your husband's name. Mm -hmm. And so from the very beginning, I went through the process and the paperwork, but it's never ending. When I tell you it is a chore, there are websites, there are businesses that have been created. Carolina, at least you got an alias now. You know, you want to do a little scam in a sign, you got a whole nother name. Oh yeah. You know what? Actually, that is true. I should use that more to my advantage. I don't do it enough, honey. Actually, thank you for bringing that to my attention. I'm joking. Don't take no, no criminal advice from me, but you was open off your man and you was like, I'm changing my name. You really loved him and you was really excited to do this. I know. I felt fa- I felt so hard for Este Julito. I'm telling you, he he really rocked my world. So here's here's what happened. I said I built my name professionally as Carolina Bermudez mm-hmm. and that was never going to change. Yeah. So everything else, though, as far as like and we didn't have kids, obviously, when we got married. So I said I would like for us to be a family unit when I go and pick up my kids I want them to see that you know I am their mother and by the way if you have not changed your name I'm actually giving you credit because I think I'm the biggest dummy on the planet for doing this it has made my life a living hell I'm not even kidding you so I think that because I adopted the idea that I was going to take on my husband's last name it made it I guess easier for me because then I said, okay, I still get to keep my identity. I still get to keep Carolina Bermudez professionally, publicly, but privately I am, you know, taking my husband's last name. So you basically didn't. No, I didn't. You know where I did do it Mm -hmm. on WhatsApp for some reason I hyphenated it. Girl, (laughs) you know, my mom came for me. Why? She said, how dare you uh, put a man's last name? Why wouldn't you put your mother's last name? You know? Like my mom's last, you know how Hispanic families use dad's name and then mom's last name? Correct. My mom, my mom was offended when I hyphenated with my husband's last name on WhatsApp. I think it's still there just to bother her because I'm like, how dare you? 
Well, you yeah. tell me what to do with my husband. It's not a life in Spanglish episode if we don't get under Honey's mother's skin. That's that's actually well, that's what a we fact. aim that's for. The, that's the only place where I publicly kind of like hyphenate it and I got some shit behind it. So never again. Delete never it Never again. Well, it'll be interesting to see if she really does adopt the Affleck last name because I think that there's a lot that goes to that. But I also, because you know I'm a thinker, I was thinking to myself, as far as Hollywood goes... This is a power move right here because Ben Affleck, if you think about it in his past, you know, Oscar winner, uh, Golden Globe, you know, winner, nominee, all these other accolades and things. He is also a very prolific screenwriter and he's got all these projects, maybe Maybe as if as if she doesn't need the power move, but this could be the little uh, that she needs to get her to that spot in Hollywood. Mother's Day is coming and mom doesn't want flowers. She wants a cocktail. Here's a hint. Get mom Bartesian. It's the countertop cocktail maker that creates your choice of over 60 premium cocktails in less than 30 seconds, each at the touch of a button. Flowers die. Happy hour comes back every day. So get mom the machine that makes amazing cocktails with real fruit juices and craft bitters. Best of all, get $50 off a Bartesian premium cocktail maker with the purchase of one pack of cocktail capsules. So instead of getting mom a reason to fill a flower vase with water, get mom the easiest, fastest way to fill her glass with the floral notes of gin. The best cocktails are premium cocktails and the best day to get it for mom is Mother's Day because you can get $50 off now for a limited time. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother to get the best premium cocktail maker for mom at the best price for you. Artesian, premium cocktails on demand. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. 
It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. How much bigger does this woman want to be? This woman was waiting for Elon Musk up in the moon when he went up there. She's out <laughs> of this world already. She really is. But that's why I was thinking about it. I'm like, why Jennifer Lopez, of all people, do you think she would take on his last name, especially for somebody as established as she is, especially as for somebody who's such an icon in our community? You know, for her to do that, I feel like that is really her gesture to him that she's all his. Because she never took on Mark Anthony's last name. I don't even know that man's last name. I think it's like Rios. I thought it was Anthony. Yeah, it, no, I think that's his middle name. Oh, is it? Muñiz, Muñiz. That's what it is, Muñiz. That's what it is. Okay. Because the little girl's yet. called Emmy Muñiz and the, the boy's Muñiz también. So yeah, she definitely did not take those last, oh, Mark Anthony's last right. name. Oh, Ohani Noah, tampoco. Chris Judd, mucho menos. Tampoco, oh my gosh. Yeah, se olvidaron de ese pobre. I mean, he is still living off of that, but yes. Maybe, Carolina, maybe maybe this is to prove to us, to the world, and to Ben that this is it. This is her final stop when it comes to marriages. Like, I'm going to change my name so y'all see how serious I am and y'all don't keep dragging me talking about I'm the modern-day Elizabeth Taylor. I feel like that was it. I think that's the clincher, that she's trying to send the message to everybody that this is forever. For J-Lo. This is going to be it. Now, here's the thing. I want to bring this up because, you know, I had to dive deep into this, which I haven't slept since I got the news. Got to be honest with you. I'm super excited for her. One red flag that came to my attention. Okay. Why was her family the only ones in attendance from what we know today. We know that her daughter and her son were the ones that were taking pictures of them and they were the witnesses. Was Guadalupe there? Was Mama there? Because you know Mama loves her some Ben Affleck. She's the one that kept on telling her he was the one that got away. Where was Linda Lopez? Where was Linda? No, but Linda, I I feel like... You're my sister. Where was Ben Affleck's children? Oh, well, them too. What, you want Jennifer Garner there too? No, Jennifer Garner wants none of this. She wants none of this smoke. Um, where's Matt Damon? Where's your bestie? Oh, yeah. Those two are like twins, right? Right. So from every account that I read, it was that only Jennifer's team and children were in attendance. I believe some people said that her mother was there. So then why was his family not included? Was it because they wanted to keep it under wraps? The more people that knew, the more that might get out. I don't know. So I'm just curious about that. Do you think that's a red flag that only his her family was invited? I don't think so. I think maybe he just decided, like, we're just going to... I feel like it was a really spontaneous last-minute thing. Maybe his family wasn't available. Maybe they were all in Jennifer's house, and whoever was in Jennifer ho- Jennifer's house hopped in the private jet because they were like last night we ju- we jumped on a plane and went to Vegas to get married we stood online with some people and we just did it maybe it was super spontaneous and not orchestrated just to look like a simple way yeah I, I think there might be something to that because especially we'll get to yeah it. we will get to it oh no we are going to get to the details because I want them all I want to know it all and then also reportedly she used one of her dresses from a movie that she was in and then she had a Zuhair Morat, uh original or something like that and I only say it like that because I'm not you know, in the fashion world. But I I would guess that people in fashion would say it that way. I don't know. I feel like they're just trying to downplay it because he's 49, she's 52. And they're like, let's just 
chill out. Let's not make this big drama. Let's just get married and move on. Oh, he got a jacket from his closet. I got an old dress. I don't know. I just don't feel like this is J-Lo. Yeah, but you know what? It's not like when you're in your 50s, you're going to have a bunch of madrinas. You're going to have a bunch of old madrinas Hell walking no. down the aisle. <laughs> that, that, I would hope not. How old are your bridesmaids going to be in their 40s, in their 50s? Hell no. That would just be you and Ben, nobody else. Well, I don't care what anybody says. J-Lo is about to be 53, I think. And you can verify this for me if I'm yeah. wrong. Is she about to be 53? No, she's going to be 53. This woman looks... 12 the hairstyle the makeup everything was perfection in my opinion i thought she just looked so beautiful and and like i said so pure and virginal and just like oh my gosh like i want this to go great for her i'm really really rooting for them me too i want this to be her happily ever after she definitely deserves it she keeps trying so you got to give it to the woman. She's a hopeless romantic. She wants to be a wife. And I really hope that this is the one for her. I still don't know about the name change situation, though, Caroline. I'm still stuck at that. I am, too. I think that is baffling. Maybe she's going to pull a move, like, and we'll call it the Carolina. Maybe she's still professionally going to be Jennifer Lopez. But behind the scenes, she's going to be Mrs. Affleck. And then there was a whole other discussion about, did she change her name to Affleck because they might try to have a baby together or something like that? You know, I mean, could you imagine? Because then she would have... A baby Affleck. Then it would make sense. When she goes to her parent-teacher night, right? She want to make sure they know she's the mother. I was just joking. Oh, right. Exactly. Because when she walks in, they're going to be like, I'm sorry, excuse me. Who's mommy? Or who's your son? Or who's your daughter? Yeah, yeah. Because when J-Lo walks in, they're going to be asking her questions like that. They're going to be questioning um, the difference between the last names, right? Why are you Lopez and why is your child Affleck? We need this clarified. But you know what, Carolina? There are alternatives, you know, to changing your name like if you get married right there's obviously the first one which is keep your last name right okay you can also hyphenate hyphenate your name some people make their maiden name their middle name so that you would still be carolina bermudez that would be your new middle name i don't know how that would work out okay then of course there's you know just change your name to your husband's last name but there's also this is fairly new you can create a new last name there's like new more i guess progressive people that are just creating a whole new last name sometimes they mash up both their last names and find a new name that both of them can have that has no ties to either one of their families <gasps> that would devastate Which, me i think oh that's kind of cool man we are so opposite honey oh my god that's like, fun that is... though that would be so fun though to come up with a whole new but then what happens is that we both have to change our names legally new passport new social security card so maybe it wouldn't be that fun it just sounds fun so for example if we were going to do a mashup of my last name and my husband's last name bermuda's grossman uh-huh. we could do berman mm-hmm. berman would be like a neutral i guess like but see my last name makes me so proud and i feel like that's something that we you know we've discussed on this podcast before like i am genuinely proud of my last name. I'm proud of what it stands for, the hard work that my mom and dad put into creating our family. And and there's just something that was, I did go through a mourning period when I gave up my last name. It really was tough. And my husband even said to me, because on my American Express, it was still my, my maiden name. He was like, you holding on to it, huh? And I said, yeah, I am holding on to it. It's hard to give up all of your, it's really kind of giving up your identity and everything that you knew and everything that you've been taught and you worked for. 
It's something that is so hard to explain. But once you give that up, I did go through a period where I was like really sad, where I had to like cut up my old cards and, you know, I had to go through the whole process. But I mean, now I think that I'm very proud of of my husband's last name. And I remind my kids all the time because kids are pretty terrible. They like to make fun of them because they're all gross, you know, but I always tell them, I'm like, you be proud of your last name. Like that's our family. So I don't know how, if I could ever give mine up entirely and, and his up, you know, I think that there's just so much more that goes into it. Now, let me ask you, how do you feel about, you know, let's say places where they don't know you before when you would get there, you make a reservation, Carolina Bermudez. As soon as you would get there, it was, it was implied, associated and quite visible that you were a Latina. Now that you have a last name like Grossman, do you feel any different? Like when you go places, like, do these people think I'm a white woman? Like, does it make you feel any which way? Um, You know, funny enough, I would say that that situation, I've encountered it where people are confused and there's general, there's genuine confusion on their face. And they're like, and they look at me and they look at the name and they look at me and they say, Carolina, I'm sorry, what is it? Grossman? And I say, yes. Two ends at the end, by the way, please. Um, yeah, it, it's something that I guess there is that bias or that confusion there. But listen, there are plenty of um, Hispanic Jewish people. Mm-hmm. There's plenty, or plenty of, of Latinos who are Jewish. And I have a bunch of friends who are Cuban. They're, they like to call themselves Jubans. Oh, I've never um, heard that. But I think <laughs> that's that, cute. You've never heard Juban? Yeah, no. down in Miami. There's a um, one of my dear friends when I was working at Y100 in Miami. She's Jewish. And her family is Cuban. And there's a big, big community of um, Jewish Cubans down there. And also of other, you know, I I have Mexican friends who are are Jewish and and other countries. But, um, yeah, I think that there's an assumption made when you see Carolina Grossman. Because they don't go with Carolina. Not Carolina. Oh, Carolina. Carolina. And then I show up and they're like doing a double take. But um, no, there's nothing that would ever make me go back and change it back to what my maiden name was uh, just because of, you know, the family unit and what I wanted to create there. But honey, I wanted to ask you, is there, this brings up the whole subject of 20 years they waited to be together, right? 20 years. And it was a long time and they both had relationships. They had failed relationships. They had great long-term relationships in between. But was there ever a person in your life that you think got away from you? Mom met a lot of your demands over the years. This Mother's Day, get her the Bartesian cocktail maker that makes premium cocktails on demand. In just 30 seconds, have your choice of over 60 premium or seasonal cocktails, all at the touch of a button. Get $50 off on the Bartesian cocktail maker now when you buy one pack of cocktail capsules. So, for all the times you made a mess, get mom the countertop cocktail system that makes premium cocktails without making any mess at all. For all the times you begged for soda, get her premium cocktail capsules made with real fruit juice and craft bitters. For all the times you demanded tacos for dinner, get her the Bartesian that mixes margaritas in just 30 seconds. Make mom's Mother's Day and all the 364 days that aren't Mother's Day with a Bartesian cocktail maker at $50 off. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother now to get $50 off the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man 
take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm from me, but I know I got away from a lot of motherfuckers. <laughs> oh my gosh. Why'd you steal my line? Yes. I I don't look to that. I sometimes I still see exes and stuff and I see don't judge me, but I'm like, oh God, I look better than that motherfucker's wife. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh Jesus Christ. And I know it's like I know they must either hear of me or see me and be like, oh damn. That could have been my wife. I know that in their mind, because you know what, Carolina, every serious relationship I had, it was either let's get married, let's move in. It was always like they wanted to get serious, but I was never really ready. I remember my, my first like serious relationship when I was like 16, he went away to the Navy. He was like, oh, when I get back, we're going to get married. I was gone. Right after that, yeah, I jaded a drug dealer. Let's get married. A couple months later, he was in jail. So, and then I, I can keep on forever. But every single relationship I had, he got locked up. Won't let me out. They gave that motherfucker fight of life, oh, child. They gave him fight of yes. life. God bless his soul. He is still Stop. around. But I know that when they see me today, present day, they're like, damn, I should have locked that bitch down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we are in the same boat. Because for me, there I have zero regrets about any of my old relationships. And also, I have no ill will. I'm happy for you that you're living with your dusty old wife over in wherever, no man's land. I wish you nothing but the best. I actually do not look up exes. Um, I will encounter exes whenever they reach out to me on social media. And then I do the thing where um, I'll click on the profile and then I'll be like, oh, okay, I scroll for a little bit. But I really do not actively seek out exes. I've had a couple of exes that have 
encountered my social media and they've complimented like, oh, your kids are so beautiful. I always knew you were going to be a great mother. Like, look at your life. Um, Things like that where it's like, okay, well, thank you. But then I did it. Like, there's no conversation there. So for me, there was never really anyone that got away. Yeah, you don't want to get caught up like talking, reminiscing, trying to relive nothing like we're out here we're married good homes you know family career you don't want to get jammed up with an ex that's obviously an ex for a reason because I don't want to relive none of that either I don't actively look up exes but if they if I come across them or if I see them I'm like oh god he looks terrible oh Jesus Christ I dodged that bullet Ooh, Lord. you know what's crazy Carolina oh my god when I had <laughs> when I had my stroke right um in 2020 I did an inventory of other potential husbands I could have had and how they would have reacted or how they would have treated me. Okay. I told my husband, I said, I went back and I thought about everyone I dated and what if I would have married this guy? He would have been a dick. What if I would have married this guy? He would have been in the streets. What if I would have married this guy? He would not have been able to help me with physical therapy. So I did a rundown and in the end, I was like, I chose the perfect man. Not because I'm married to him, but that's the only time that I've actually given so much thought into all my exes. Well, I, you know, I am um, the president of the Nooney fan club. And I <laughs> really appreciate everything that he did to get you through that time. Because people don't may not know. And if you're just finding us, by the way, thank you. Um, but you may not know that, you know, Honey did suffer from a stroke in 2020. She has come back better than ever. And I do think that a lot of the credit, you know, is not only mentally that you did it mentally and physically you did the work but that you had the support system of Nuni and your sister to guide you through all of those tough times and there are many people who are like tapping out nope not for me they don't want to deal i know someone carolina that's going through that right now <sighs> he suffered a stroke and his wife left him she said I'm not built for this. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know how to. And he is like devastated right now. Somebody I knew. And, you know, it, it happened to him before it happened to me. And he's like, I'm going through it. I'm so messed up. My wife broke up with me. Mm-hmm. You know, marriage is something that um, not everybody takes seriously. But, yo, when you marry somebody, you better be ready to, you know, thug it out with them. Because shit is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And make sure you pick the right spouse. And, you know, when I tell people, like, when I talk to my girlfriends that are still not married, I'm like, you better pick the right partner because life is going to come at you hard shit is going to happen and if you don't pick the right partner you're going to be up shit's creek with no paddle that's the saying that's exactly the saying and i couldn't agree with you more on this point because that's the vow right for better or for worse in sickness and in health and a lot of people like to write their own vows and um i truly believe i could have never You didn't write your own vows? No, girl. I just repeated whatever the man said. Oh, I mean, we did that too. But then I was like, (gasps) like crying through my vows, doing the ugly cry. Did I cry? Yes, because I was just so emotional. I didn't, I couldn't believe that it was happening. Um, I definitely think that that is something that people need to give a lot of thought because you could be riding high one day and the next day you are on the bottom, you know, and my, my abuelita, my abuelita Aurora used to say, el mundo, el mundo sigue, you know, um, volteando. I, I, I think that's how, how you would say it. She's like, she would say, yeah, Dominicans use that too. They say, el mundo da mucha vuelta. El mundo da mucha vuelta. Sabe donde tú yes. Yes, mm-hmm. and that's what she said. We use that saying too. And it's truly. You never know where you're going to end You really up. don't. And now, honey, you know, 
I know you went through a stroke, but the only thing I can compare, you know, my situation to is, you know, when I got my boobs done, uh, Mark Grossman was there for me. <laughs> he was there to support me. He was your caretaker? He was there to support me like the best sports bra out there on the market. No, he was great. And even when I had my back surgery, though, for real, I know I, I'm being facetious about the boob job, but... No, I know. Um, yeah, but he was he was there for you, right? It's just like, you need somebody that's going to be... Yo, like, there's some people, Carolina, I don't mean to get too graphic, that need somebody to wipe their ass, like their spouse. Like, you're so sick. Let's say you have... Let's... Very simple. You have a C section right after you get burned i did your spouse i had your spouse has to be there you're gonna need a lot of caring and support and if you don't have the right spouse imagine somebody talk about i'll be back call your mom call your sister like how devastating would that be no uh mark me cambio los cortex he did me the favor because they had they give you these granny panties that are just like not the cutest and you're bleeding obviously because you just had a major surgery and you can't bend over and get them from the shelf or you can't exactly walk around the house immediately. You're in pain. You have a brand new baby. So I had two C-sections and I got to be honest, he was really incredible with the way that he supported me and that he was there for me. So, you know, hopefully you that that is so important. It, it is like mandatory that you marry somebody, you know, empathetic, loving caring and who understands you know being there for you because I have a friend Carolina she went through COVID and her significant other was just they put her in a room and they were like well we'll leave you food outside you know I'll be back like she just felt so devastated going through that and he was just not supportive at all like he, he kept living his life and she was just locked up in a room with COVID so make sure you pick the right one. Yeah, I definitely think that it's a real testament to who you've married when you go through those times when you need that support. Are you looking to outside sources or other people for support or did you truly pick the right partner? And we are fortunate to say that we definitely did. I know I can say that wholeheartedly, but like, you know, my only hope for JLo is that Ben Affleck, if she needs to change her cotex, do her a favor and change that for her, Ben. I'm sure she has people, but she wants you to do it. I think this is the one, Carolina. I really feel like she finally found her person. Again, 20 years later. I hope so. I hope so, too. I sure hope so. So, yeah, listen, we will stay on this. We will make sure that we give you guys all the late breaking news. But we had to stop down and give you guys a special Life in Spanglish wedding edition for the fourth time for JLo. I know, I know there have been others, but this one is the one. We can feel it. We got a good feeling about it. And we're sending her nothing but good, positive vibes. And hopefully, you know, I don't know. They didn't have to do the money dance at their wedding. I didn't do the money dance either because I felt like I wasn't about to do it. But, you know, we would throw down a couple of bills for you guys if you were doing the money dance, JLo and Ben. All I got to say is, no dañen la vaina que ustedes están muy viejo ya para estar casándose de nuevo. Totally. Exactly. You know what? This should be it because you are not going to be out in these streets, J-Lo, at 65 trying to look for no man, okay? Don't be out there like Madonna. Uh, don't get me started on Madonna's Instagram. Please stop, Carolina. Let's not touch the Madonna topic because this episode is wrapping oh, up yeah. and we could go down a rabbit hole with that we could and madonna's fans are wild we do not even want to touch that so listen send us your feedback make sure you follow us at li spanglish on instagram and i'm at the real carolina on ig and all social platforms hit me up on a gram it's i am honey german
And we'll be back next week to discuss some other madness. You never know what we're about to be up to. So make sure you check us out. Like and subscribe and make sure you comment. Peace. Life in Spanglish is a production of Life in Spanglish Productions in partnership with iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.